0: Hey, it's Maddie Mills, and I'm Lauren, and this is The Weekend Roundup. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome back to The Weekend Roundup. It is just me and Maddie. This week, I feel like the two of us haven't sat down together and recorded an episode in so long, which we do apologize for. Shit's crazy. We're in summer school. I'm, like, between my college apartment, and my house, so we're on Zoom right
1: now. There's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but we're back, and that's what matters.
0: It feels good to just, like, just <sighs> with us, you know?
1: I know. To have minimal planning to go into an episode, we love Dude, it. The way <laughs> Maddie and I were so
0: nervous interviewing Damon and Corey that it literally took us out for, like, a week like
1: no for real like I was like I can't think about the podcast like that was that was a lot we had just come off this
0: like three-day bender and then recorded with them and it was just too much we were like we need to go on a little mini vacay because it just was not good
1: yeah but back and ready to be better than ever exactly well
0: since we took a little vacay Mads, what's new with you update the listeners what's going on in your life
1: um okay let me think um i started using hinge again Mm -hmm. or hinge for the i never used hinge before actually but i started online dating again i'll say Mm -hmm. which has been good it's no like fucking insane stories which is good you know i feel like i kind of redeemed myself too like i feel like i had to like i couldn't let that date with c from maddie mannequins and murder be the last date that i went on you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's kind of why you stopped is yeah, like, no, was, like too much. That straight up is why I stopped. And that's why anyone should stop. But we're gonna keep going because we need content for the podcast. And I don't know, I met kind of a cool guy. He asked me not to talk about him though, but there's nothing you're about to say. What, what what's been
0: up with you? Um, not much. I'm back home in my hometown at my parents' house. I was supposed to be here for like three days. And then my friend flew across the country and surprised me, um, and she's here for two weeks. So now I am home for two weeks with four days worth of clothes, and we're going on a trip this weekend. It's going to be really fun. As for... My dating life, my romance life. I also went back on Hinge because Maddie was having such good luck with it. I went on there. So Hinge, good. Tinder, when you're back home, horrific. Horrific. I bet. I bet. It's terrible. Like, it's just awkward seeing all these people that you know kind of were like, Anyways, I won't even really get into it, but, like, it's just weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that vibe. No, literally, I've never moved from Halifax. Like, imagine how I feel 24-7. It is much bigger, though. Like, I don't know I how feel- I feel that.
0: I will say being home is um, really interesting. I think I'm going to start taking a tally on the amount of people that say, oh, better be careful. Don't want to end up on Lauren's podcast. Oh, the big
1: podcasters here. <laughs> Cut up. I hate it. I hate it. You know what? I am going to tell the story. I I am going to tell the story. Um, No, so I went to a party on the weekend and this guy who I've literally had a crush on since first year, not to be dramatic, like I met him once, like I wasn't like obsessed with him, but like definitely have been like, oh, okay. I I like that guy, whatever, but never really did anything about it. I was talking to him on the weekend for the first time in like three years. And he was like, Oh, the weekend roundup. And I'm like, oh my God, no. And then I was like, have you listened to any episodes? And he was like, no. And I was like, good.
0: That's <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of them are like, oh yeah, big podcaster. And then I'm like, do you listen? And they're like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, so I can talk about you right now and you won't know. Yeah, that's the best part. That's why I don't feel
0: bad. because No,
1: you never part. listen. And it's like, if you're not going to listen, then you don't have the right to be mad about it. hmm
0: I guess I we shouldn't make it sound out like we're complaining. We're not like complaining. It's just awkward when people do I don't know how to respond.
1: I it was like honestly the perfect thing for this guy to say because I was like, so you have been keeping up with me since first year.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's where it's at, honestly. But yeah, we're not we're not like ungrateful or anything. Like you can say that to us. We just don't know how to respond. Which <laughs> my awesome. biggest fear is people thinking that we think that we're like fucking big hot shots. Like, and that's really just not
1: the case. I also have a beef with guys who they do, like, they make TikToks and they tweet all the time and shit. And then they're like, oh, how's your podcast? Oh, you're not coming out with a podcast episode? Like this, I'm kind of adding a specific person. You're
0: literally talking about (laughs) one specific person in detail and they're going to know who you are.
1: And I stand oh, by that. Yeah, no, he but he always he'll respond to every Instagram story I make, he'll do everything and be like, oh, like the podcast. And I'm like, That's fan behavior. That's fan behavior. I'm just trying to like live my life and do something I like to do, and you're just hating on me. When you do the same type of shit, mm-hmm. like, I like Sorry, that was my breathing notification.
0: Once again, the breathing notification, <laughs> guys. Maddie sets a reminder on her laptop to breathe because the therapist told her to, it, and it goes off every time we record.
1: Every time, it just knows that I get wound up when I record. So well, you were
0: starting to get wound up there. It was kind of the yeah, timing.
1: No. I'm coming down now.
0: There we go. So now that we're gonna let go of our. Um, little rant there, yeah. and move on to the episode. So, guys, today we're gonna start off. So, if you remember our advice episode, we did a Google form where you could anonymous anonymously, sorry, submit questions, and then we just left it up. I, but we didn't really say anything about it. But it's up there. If you wanna submit anything, you can go. It's the link in our Instagram bio, and we checked it the other day, and somebody had submitted a question. So we're gonna read it and give a little little advice. For this person okay are we ready yes so here's a little backstory. i'm currently finished 2.5 years of my nursing program should i say 2.5 or two and a half it says 2.5 like you 4.5. guys get it you got you get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> 2.5 years of my nursing program at the current university i am attending after the first half of semester three my mental health was extremely poor i was dealing with depression as well as anxiety during the last semester and could not get in to see a doctor Fuck the health system. Let me just say. For real. (laughs) Quick shout out to the health system for being ass. Moving on. I was burnt out and continuously getting sick and showing symptoms, and my exam at Christmas time was delayed. I took the next semester off and I decided to take the summer for myself. In the coming semester in September, I felt that it was what I needed and what was best for me. I'm completely happy with my decision to do that and may plan on finishing afterwards or taking an accelerated program. Do that. People love the nursing accelerated program. However, when people ask me and I tell them, I feel like I have some sort of shame in telling them, even though I am completely comfortable with my decision and it's working out for me. I'm 20 and I still have a ton of life to live. I just hate this stigma around doing what you need to do for you. And I want to know what I can do better to cope slash deal with people talking about it in a negative way and dirty looks when I'm asked about it.
1: First of all, congratulations. You're like working your way through a nursing degree, which is by no means easy. So that's badass of you. And also good for you for taking time off. Like Mm. I, I respect that so much. Like. I took time off soccer, which is, like, not the same thing as taking time off school. But, like, if it's anything similar, like, I came back way better in a way better place. So I definitely think this is the right decision. And it sucks that people are making you feel like it's not. Mm -hmm. That's shitty. I think that it is, a lot of the time
0: people act like and make it out to be that university is just the natural next step in life when you graduate high school and it's really not like university is always going to be there no matter what you do you can go back whenever you want you can go back next year or you can go back in like 20 years you can do whatever you feels right for you because university is fucking expensive and if you genuinely are not in the place mentally physically whatever to do your best that you can do it's not worth it it comes with a massive price tag financially and mentally so if you're already struggling mentally you're not going to do well and then you're just wasting your money Mm -hmm. So stepping away and working on yourself and getting in the best place that you need to be before you can go back to school that's what you need to do but you know that you said you're really comfortable with your decision
1: yeah what's the what's the question like what's she's feeling
0: how she can cope better with people kind of giving her dirty looks or looking at her sideways um when she tells them what she's doing with her life. And I know the obvious answer is for us to be like, fuck those people. Like I know, I was literally
1: gonna say, hold up your middle finger, fuck that. But like, no, that actually is shitty. Like
0: it, I, it makes so- you feel like shit when people look yeah. at you and treat you that way. So it's easy for us to sit here and be like, tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> but like
1: Yeah. Like if you can adopt that mentality, definitely try to. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, their opinion doesn't matter. Here's
0: the thing. Like, even if you did go through nursing the full, I'm assuming it's four years, and you got straight A's, and you were the best in your class, and blah, 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 people were still going to talk shit about you. People were still going to look at you sideways. People are still going to have a problem with you. Regardless of what you do ever, people will have a problem with you. You're always Um, the villain in somebody's story yeah like okay this is kind of off topic sorry girl or guy whoever submitted this um when i was in first year i this massive rumor got started about me in my hometown and i feel like the people who started it listened to this but i don't even care i'm gonna talk about it this massive rumor got started about me in my hometown that i shamed people who didn't go to college or university I remember this it was the most out-of-pocket shit and that's why I feel so anxious talking about this because I feel like people still think that I think that way when I never did in the first place it was just yeah. it got really blown out of proportion over something I barely even said but anyways just wanted to throw that in there <laughs> <laughs> just but what I'm saying about. is that regardless of what you do people will always talk shit about you like yeah. I was in university, you know, doing well, doing what I wanted to do, whatever. People still had shit to say about me, still said that I was, you know, shaming people who don't go to college and blah, blah, blah. But like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Just, does it, Is this making sense? Regardless of what you do, they're going to talk shit. So you might as well do the thing that's good for you.
1: Hmm. And also, I think one way to cope that might be helpful is to kind of just try to focus on The people who are there for you and that do support you, like your boyfriend and your friends, like you don't need to be focusing on the negative, even though I know it's like so easy to focus on the negative. That's basically all I do. (laughs) But like, like just try to focus on the people that love you and care for you so that you're not getting all wrapped up in this like toxic environment where people are like giving you the side eye. Like also people who give the side eye super lame. Especially for something like that, like, someone caring, like, taking care of themselves, that's kind of baked on their part. <laughs> I know, yeah, like,
0: like anything, they're kind of a loser.
1: Yeah, and also, they're just like, like, that's just so
0: rude. Like, they're just, like, where are they at in life? Fuck I you know, know we okay. said that we wouldn't say this, but I'm saying it again. Fuck those people. You're working on yourself. No, My friends real. support you.
1: Fuck Your them. Friends
0: like, you. Your friends support you. We support you. Boom, boom. That's all you need. That's all you need to know, babe. yeah. So yeah, if anyone else listening wants to submit anything to the Google um, forum, maybe we'll start doing them at the end of every episode, start of every episode. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I kind of um, love answering. I love doing the advice stuff. I know. I know because I like interacting with people who listen to the podcast. It's like, I don't like feeling like we're just standing up here preaching. I like to to interact with them. I like to know I'm actually helping someone. So it's nice when people say questions. I mean, I doubt any of my advice is genuinely helped anybody ever out there, but I like we to think try. that helps we try. helps with my narcissism. <laughs> okay, let's get into the main topic of
1: today's episode. Maddie, would you like to start us off? The compatibility versus chemistry debate debacle. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what to call it. It's not really a debate. We just think that you need both. Mm. successful in a relationship and we have kind of a few stories i feel like where we've had one or the other and it just never worked
0: i feel like everybody does right now whoever's listening no matter your gender no matter your sexuality think back on any relationship or any person you've ever talked to or anything and if it didn't work um pick the one thing that you had did you have chemistry or did you have compatibility because if it didn't work it's because you didn't have both
1: Yeah, most likely. Like, think about that person that you kind of, like, friend-zoned. That's because you guys were probably really compatible. There was no chemistry. You just wanted to be friends. Or think about that guy
0: or girl that you hook up with all the time and you have great sex, but then talking to them is, like, literally
1: talking to drywall. (laughs) Too much chemistry. Not enough compatibility. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, um, I'd say, like, eight out of ten relationships in my past have ended because we've lacked one of them
0: i'm gonna go 10 out of 10 actually no i'll go 9 out of 10 and then the one percent is me being literally psychotic
1: fair enough i could take Maybe. some responsibility but so why were you being psychotic no chemistry no, or no compatibility probably i feel like you tend to go to guys go with guys that you're have more chemistry with and i go for guys that i'm more compatible with but then it's just like boring that
0: is actually very true
1: yeah. Because yeah. I never have like
0: emotional, con- but you know what? It's because I don't want to form emotional connections. Yeah.
1: yeah and no I go for people that I have more chemistry with. It's a dangerous game.
0: Okay. But yeah. I think back on the last. Okay. Sorry. Let's get into this. Let's get into
1: this <laughs> I know us getting like really distracted. We're like thinking about all the people we've been with. Just like, oh, no.
0: I know. I think a lot of the time you can definitely tell what it's missing in a relationship. Like, So if I think back on a specific ex of mine, um, I think there was a lot of chemistry in the sense that I do think we cared for one another, um, and but I really don't think there was any compatibility there whatsoever. We both wanted completely different things in life, you know, this, that, and the next. We were just, we were never going to work out. But the only thing that we had was chemistry, i.e. sex life. So when our relationship started, like, falling apart, you know when relationships, they just start burning out, and the sex starts to suck, and then, like, everything just... The burn a- up. When that went, when the sex life went to shit, I realized there was literally nothing left. And there never was in the first place. I was just completely blinded by, you know the chemistry that the me and this person had that when that was taken out of the equation, cause our relationship was crashing and burning. I realized that there was literally no compatibility there that we were never going to work. And once I had my mindset on it, like I was so done. And I'm definitely the kind of person who like ping pongs when I end things with people, like I go back on with them and then I'm off with them, blah, blah, blah. But once I realized with this person specifically, like we were not on the same path whatsoever. I was so done. I was so turned off to them. Like, because once you realize that, like, it's over. And going back to another ex that I had, there was a lot of compatibility. We wanted the same things in life. Um, and, you know, same morals, same whatever. And if you look at that on paper, like, yeah, on paper, like they say on Love Island, it works out. Looks like my soulmate. Looks like everything's gonna work. No chemistry there whatsoever. So I ended up just, this is this is the 1%, this is me being psychotic. I ended up just picking like a bunch of random fights and trying to like have these crazy fights with this person all the time in order to spark chemistry, but you can't spark chemistry if it's not there. Mm. And I think that that was me trying to kind of just get them revved up a little bit. Like, you know, come on, like have some passion here. Like, let's go. There's
1: nothing worse than when you know a relationship is, like, on the way out, but you, like, don't want it to be, so you're kind of, like, you're stretching. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're, like, doing random shit, you're, like, doing the most, and it's, like, okay, but why? Like, they don't want to – if they don't want to be with you – Why would you want to be with them? That's such a – I feel like that's such a main point that I always come back to. Like, that's, like, how I handle rejection, how I handle everything. Like, it's, like, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to be with me, I don't really want to be with you.
0: It's, like, running on a hamster wheel but not going anywhere. Like, you know. No,
1: exactly. Like, it's just, like, oh. And, oh, man, there's nothing worse than the realization, oh, like, this isn't working anymore. Mm -hmm. Because, like, that – that sucks. And, like, to be the one to realize it first, too – like, like, being the one who breaks up with someone is sometimes way worse than being broken up with. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Being dumb that's... sucks, too. I don't think I've ever been broken up with. <laughs> Humble flex. Oh, no.
0: In ninth grade.
1: <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
0: and then I just decided that that was never going to happen to me again. you <laughs> we were like, mm, how about no? It's because I'm never the problem, obviously. Right, (laughs) But even like, I feel like right now we're kind of looking at it from like a relationship perspective, but you can also look at this from a more casual perspective, like going on dates or somebody that you're hooking up with, you know, like, okay, so if you're an OG listener to the podcast, like a dedicated listener, then you know about Down Bad Bennett, which we recorded a whole episode about never came out because of external issues maddie and i had to deal with that was <laughs> very messy week but down bad bennett was the guy that was referred to in um the retired fuck boy episode about fucking for roof this guy was coming over to my house all the time just to have somewhere to stay and maddie and i recorded a full episode about this guy I never ended up going out and basically we had a ridiculous amount of chemistry like Chemistry was there. Chemistry was there. Thank you, Maddie. (laughs) But the compatibility, like, Maddie has hung out with the two of us, and it was just, like, not working.
1: No. Yeah, he was very, he was very much like a himbo, like, not in a bad way, necessarily, but just, like, a little bit of, like, a Noah Beck.
0: Yeah, he had Noah Beck energy, where it was, like, he's very, he's, like, really handsome, he's good-looking, whatever, there's no thoughts in his head, it's just elevator music all the time.
1: Yeah, elevator music is a good way to describe it. He, um, he, I don't want to call him, like, a dog, even though he was kind of a dirty dog, but he, uh, he reminded me of, like, a puppy, or something. Yeah. Like, really easily excitable, but, like,
0: got distracted. very easily by other bitches. Yeah, (laughs) that was a lot. (laughs) Sorry, I'm over it, but Uh, um, yeah, there was all this chemistry there, and I'm a little bit more, not to call him out, a little bit more mature than he was, even though he was older than me, and I was able to see it for what it was, like that, you know, this was a great situation that we had, and there was a lot of chemistry and whatever, but he, I guess, he's just not as as, as um, emotionally mature as I was. So he took the chemistry as being, like, compatibility. And he was asking me all the time to be his girlfriend. And I kept saying no, because, like, what like, what would we have to even talked about? We never, like, sat down and had a conversation. No. About anything important of relevance. Like, we didn't agree on half of the same shit. Like, it just wasn't going to work, like, at all. And I saw that and I understood that. And he just didn't at all. And he kept asking and asking, why, why can't we be together? Blah, blah, blah. We obviously are so good together. I'm like, yeah, we're good together Um, in the bedroom, but what are we going to talk about if we go on a date? Like, seriously, can you explain anything to me of relevance? Like, no. And I don't mean to sound all higher than, but he like, I think that he'll be with somebody who's going to like that they'd be a great match and whatever, but it just wasn't me, and he didn't get that. He thought, like, oh, we have chemistry, well, then we're going to be together. That's just the natural thing, and he's not the only person who thinks that. Like, that's how a lot of relationships start and then crash and burn. I think a lot of straight guys take that. Yeah, because they, I'm sorry, straight men, <laughs> but your brain is in your dick, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, a lot I of them. I think oh, their dick falls that- in love before their brain falls in love.
1: Yeah, and, like, I'm not saying every guy. I'm certainly adding some specific people right now, so I don't want all people listening to get offended, any straight men, but... um I really don't yeah. care about offending straight men, sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, like, I just think that's just where their head's at, and that's fine. It's, like, an, Im- it's, it's an immaturity thing, too, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think a lot of people who... Guys who have, like, never been in a serious relationship. Okay, I'm sorry. Can I interrupt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I –
0: you know what? I'm going to say something controversial, and you feel free to disagree with me. Okay. I could never be with somebody who has never had a serious
1: relationship before. That is the biggest fucking red flag to me ever. I I agree. And I'm not saying, like – um. I don't want to add like girls listening because i like if you haven't been in a relationship that's not that weird if you're like but i think older guys especially Mm. like late 20s and you've never had like and not even like i'm literally like talking about like even just a relationship for like a few months where it's like this person was your girlfriend but like i think guys who've been around the block and they've never been in a serious relationship they tend to, like, they tend to think that chemistry is compatibility because they're just like, wow, like, this is just all I know. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they don't know compatibility because they haven't really put themselves or been around someone enough to, like, realize that they have that. That's the
0: thing, yeah, is that they haven't allowed themselves to develop this kind of compatibility with this person or even find out if they have it because all they care about is you know sleeping with them. And yeah. as for the serious relationship part, yeah, I don't mean like, oh, I had a girlfriend for two and a half years, I had a boyfriend for two and a half years, whatever. I mean like, have you ever built an emotional connection with somebody ever?
1: Yeah, no. But I mean yeah. like that, I and that's what I them. meant. Like it's not just like girls who hadn't been in a relationship. Like if you've had a crush on someone you're kind of in the clear. But I'm just talking about, like, in general. Like, I don't want to offend any girls listening if they haven't been in a relationship yet and they're like 18. Like, girl, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it.
0: I agree with you. Like, I have one specific person in mind, sorry, but who is like halfway through their 20s, never has had any kind of a stable relationship in any sense of the means. And I'm just like, well, what what's the plan here? Like, when you meet somebody who fulfills your chemistry and compatibility jar,
1: do you even know how to have a relationship? Do you know what I mean? Like, first relationships are learning experiences too. You learn, you learn how to
0: communicate with people. You learn how to fight effectively with somebody. You learn how to respect another person through even just situationships. Yeah, I mean. But just, like, random one-off hookups and this, that, and the next and never calling girls back and ghosting them. I'm saying guys because I feel like guys go through this more. Sorry. But you never learn how to actually have a relationship with somebody. So then you're you're literally just fucking yourself over, if I'm being honest, because you're going to meet a girl or a guy who is like your dream person the chemistry is there the compatibility is there you like them you get along you start a relationship you don't know how to have a relationship they probably have already had a relationship at some point in their lives and then you just push them out the door because you don't know how to have a mature relationship with somebody on a romantic level
1: they're gonna throw it away based on immaturity Mm -hmm.
0: that's what i'm saying you need to allow yourself to have some kind of an emotional like you know what i mean i'm
1: yeah no i agree I 100% agree with you, actually. Which I, mean, I wasn't sure when you were like, ah, you might not agree. I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 it took me a while to get to my point, but we arrived. Oh, yeah. And I, I get exactly what you mean, too. And, um, yeah, like, you just need to have some kind of, like, experience dealing with emotions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to, like, guide you through that if you don't.
0: Yeah, know. I'm not. You know what, though? I think a lot of the time women specifically straight women who are dating men in their early 20s just become a sort of therapist and mold this guy into the right guy and then just prepare him for the next girl that's all we do
1: we just and also i feel like it's like you like when i get into situations like that where like i'll start like making up compatibility in my head like we're not you start really reaching yeah and I'm reaching half the time and I'm like oh like we're compatible like we have chemistry we're meant to be together no girl no girl he literally like you guys have nothing in common not a single Mm -hmm. thing (laughs) like what the heck and I feel like as much as you can try
0: to deny it you know like anybody who's (laughs) listening to this right now and i know you are listen to me you're thinking of someone very specific right now and if, <sighs> if, it's it's in your head if this conversation reminded you of someone girl it's in your head and you know you know deep down that it's you know there's no compatibility there it's time to just drop
1: it like you know what i mean unless or if there's no chemistry because i i always fall into the habit of trying to convince myself I like these people because I'm super compatible with them. But it's, like, girl, you're not attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why am I trying to – and, like, or, like, I'll there, – there's this guy that I've been friends with for literally so long. And we we, like, tried to, like, date a long time ago, but it was just, like, not going to happen. <laughs> like, it was, like – it was just – I think it was weird for the both of us and – even though like we are super compatible and we get along super well, like Mm -hmm. that's like we were just friends because there was no chemistry. And I think that's like literally all the friend zone is. I know the friend zone is like controversial, whatever. I don't know. I don't really get why. It's like, yeah, sometimes I just want to be friends with people. And that's just because there's no chemistry. Friends are guys that I had no chemistry with.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of the time, especially if it's like with somebody of the gender that you're attracted to, if you get along super, super well, you're like, oh my gosh, we, we should just date, you know what I mean? It, you yeah. kind of kick your brain like that. But on the flip side, because you and I are totally on different ends of the spectrum, I think if you look at it and you have all this like sexual tension with this person, like maybe it's a friend or somebody in your acquaintance friend group or somebody that you see out all the time and there's all this sexual tension, I'm going to say it right now, both to myself and to everybody else listening. Do not act on it because it is a thousand times better when it's just sexual tension. And then once you act on it, I'm going to put 93% of the time it sucks. It's not good. There's too much pressure. And then it's awkward afterwards. Like the sexual tension of it is the best part. It is the best part, but I wouldn't say don't act on it. I just have... Every time I've done it though, that I've had like crazy sexual tension with someone and whatever, and then I act on it. It's awkward. It's weird. It never ends up going anywhere, and then you lose the fun in it. You know.
1: I feel like I've had the opposite experience. Like every time I've done that, it's only been like decent. Okay, Mid- well,
0: congrats, you fucking latians, Maddie. I'm happy for you, but I have not.
1: <laughs> no, but like, um, <laughs> I'm. Well, that okay. must be fucking nice. <laughs> Well, it's like, I don't know, like it just hasn't, I don't know, like obviously the chase is the best part. I will say 100% the chase. Oh, I'm a fiend for the chase.
0: Maddie's a fiend fiend for the chase and
1: I'm a fiend for chasing. Okay, yeah. You see where I'm going with this? But I I like to chase too, like I like to flirt with guys. I love just
0: flirting. Yeah, but you do, you do the, um what do you call it all the time it's from aquamarine oh the fluff and retreat the fluff, fluff and retreat you, <laughs> you kind of you leave breadcrumbs for them to chase you i'm yeah. like in my car going 120 down the highway trying to catch this fucking person
1: like we have very different like very different styles very different. yeah, yeah i yeah that's fair that's fine.
0: And then once I catch up to them, like, literally, guys, I want you to picture this right now. Like, Maddie's all, like, cute and flirty, and she, like, drops a couple lines, and then she retreats, and then she'll, like, touch their arm, but then mainly they're, like, chasing her. I'm, like, in a car on fire, driving <laughs> down the highway, <laughs> trying to catch someone. ending it, it will take forever. It will. And then once I catch them and they're actually interested in me, I literally want nothing to do with them.
1: You know what I mean? Don't, I don't think that's completely true. I don't think I can cite examples right now, like, on the podcast. Exactly. Well, you can if you- Like, I just can't say it.
0: No, say (laughs) it. I'll beep it out. Or
1: you secured, like, really fast. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Like, you you secure the bag fast. Like, so I don't think that's necessarily true. But I do think it's true in the sense of, like, you're very, like, uh, like, I think you're bold in a different way than I'm bold. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you're very, um, hey, let's go to my bedroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god. Like that, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're upfront. Like, you're, like, you're, like, let's get this done. Like, let's make Stay it happen. Me. Big talk only. Big talk only. Big talk only.
0: Yes. Well, I don't know. I just look at it like the planet's on fire, and I really don't have time to waste, so. No,
1: exactly. So you go 120 miles an hour. Then I feel like I'm more, oh, like, let me just plant a few seeds. See what's like. It's more of like a like uh like a slow drive. You like a slow burn or line? <laughs> yeah, a slow drive on the coast. On the coast, checking some things out. Maybe stopping to get an ice cream. You know,
0: I do <laughs> like think that personality personalities pretty well. If you can't already tell from this podcast, if you listen to any one of these episodes, then you know that that's
1: I feel like that's accurate. Yeah, like you live on one hundred. I live on like fifty. Yeah. Okay, so there's this Instagram account called Gentlemen of Hinge, and it's actually the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, there's only, like, they only have, like, 600 followers, but they post um, people's hinge answers, and then <clears throat> they post people, people's hinge answers, and then we'll, like, caption them, and they're really funny. Like, they're always really funny, so people should go check them out, and I sent them, sent them one. I I was like, hey, I'm actually obsessed with your account. So funny. And then I sent them this guy that I went out with. He, so he said he was going to cook me dinner. And then he made me a delicio pizza, which is like so lame. But then I saw him on Hinge and his prompt was, I know the best spot in town for splitting a bottle of red wine and sharing an authentic Italian style Neapolitan pizza. Are you joking me? Are you kidding like, you made me a Delisio pizza, and you know, apparently, the most authentic Italian-style ne- Neapolitan pizza in Halifax. This is but, literally
0: a callback to what I just said when I was like, we women in our 20s are just molding men to be better for the next woman. Like, he started
1: off as nothing with you. He <laughs> started off with frozen pizzas, and now he is... And you ready. brought the wine. Yeah, I brought the wine. I literally brought the red wine. I brought red wine, and this is his, this is his way to thank me. Put it fan on his behavior. profile.
0: Fan behavior. Can we get a fan behavior soundbite? I think that'd
1: be hilarious. Yeah, yeah we should because we say that a lot. That would be really funny. And then I was, I sent it to this gentleman of hinge account, and I was like, I thought you guys might find this funny. He invited me over and made delicio pizza, and then he was like, "OMG, thank you! Uh, this is also." She was like, "This is a dating success story, Delicio. Lucky you!" And I was like, "Yeah, lol." Um, but I ended up messaging the guy, and I said, I was, like, I responded to that prompt, and I was, like, "delicio?" question mark, and then he matched with me, but he never said anything. But I was, like, fuck you. Oh, i probably fucking embarrassed. Authentic Italian-style, Italian-style Neapolitan pizza. What's Neapolitan pizza? All I'm thinking about is Neapolitan ice cream. No, I am, too. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Can we get the Italians listening to let us know? Hey, yo, shout out to all the Italians on board. Can you please I let don't us know? Have a few Italians listening. My bestie's Italian. Serafina, shout out to you. Um, authentic. I'm looking up the Italian pizza. Neo. This podcast has really taken a turn. <laughs> we did, but you should really go check out this gentleman of Hinge Instagram account. They're really funny and like. It's definitely a good scroll. Like, when you're bored and you just want to stock an account, like, their captions actually have me laughing out loud for some of them. Uh, it's just, like, authentic Italian pizza. Like, it has, like, the matza like, kind of clumped up.
0: It's, like... I much you want to bet he's fucking taking you to Morris East?
1: <laughs> that's... We went on another date, and that's where we went. <laughs> Shut up. No, deadass. That's where, that's where you're going. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I should go on another date and just see where's this pizza. Just to start rating pizzas around uh, Halifax, just with this guy.
0: Yeah. We'll have a spinoff podcast for that. It comes out on Mondays.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. What was your shout out? would love that because
0: uh, he's such a little cloud chaser. Okay. Yeah. I have an article that I want to share with
1: everyone. An article. Yes,
0: us. Us. We're, we're dating coaches now, so we have to be more serious. Um, this article is called What the Differences Between Chemistry and Compatibility Can Mean for a Relationship, and it's written by Morgan, oh I'm sorry baby, I'm gonna pronounce your name wrong, Morgan Mantrota, and it's by wellandgood.com. Love it. So I'm gonna read this for you guys. Have you ever experienced love at first sight with someone only to realize the connection was cut short by a burst of honeymoon phase fireworks than an enduring flame? I sure have. (laughs) I've also felt attracted to people who weren't exactly long-term relationship material, but I still felt compelled to sustain the connection. These types of issues call into question whether I can decipher whether a connection is rooted in chemistry or compatibility. So she has a quote in here by a relationship coach named Alex Scott, and they say, as human beings, we are first and foremost animals, and instinctively, we have a desire to procreate. That means get down and dirty. Chemistry is the initial physical response and attraction that we have for a person. If chemistry isn't a clear-cut matter, though, how can you be for sure that that is the partner or that you and your partner have it? It's the pull that we feel. It's the heat, intensity, and intimacy. This is another matchmaker.
1: Heat. The heat. I ew. like the heat. <laughs> that makes me think of like a dog. <laughs> what? No, That's... I think it's just like a hottie across the room. Hottie Lamadi with the swimmer's body. I'm still looking for my hottie Lamadi with the swimmer's body. If you're
0: <laughs> Signs that you're experiencing chemistry with a partner or a potential partner are as follows. So here we go, guys. This is the checklist. Elevated heart rate dilated pupils, a rush of blood to your lower regions, or as what many describe as butterflies, as well as the desire to continue the conversation or connection. If your palms are sweaty, you're weak in the knees, and you're nervous, you might be feeling chemistry of a new relationship. So that's chemistry. We have chemistry out of the way. Everybody wants to fuck. Everybody's horny, except for the asexuals. Shout out them. But let's talk about
1: compatibility. Compatibility. I feel like compatibility is harder to pin down. It is. Like, chemistry is, like, you see someone, you, you want them in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, oh, I like you. Like I said, we're first and foremost animals, so. If you have a crush on someone, that's what I mean. I think it's, all crushes start out as a sexual. Oh, yeah. It's chemistry. Crushes are all chemistry at first.
0: Compatibility, however, is a depot D- depot. nice, steeper and more logical than chemistry. You know what I feel like right now? That kid in middle school that had to read and they were just like, "Uh, so I'm sorry if you're listening and that's how you feel. Just put it in 1.5 speed. (laughs) (laughs) Compatibility is about the various elements of lifestyle, values, and goals that we feel align with one another and how it manifests into your interactions. Scott says signs of compatibility include couples' ability to get along, negotiate, compromise, problem solve, set, and respect each other's boundaries and work together as a team. I have literally never experienced that in any relationship I've ever had in my 21 years of life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been compatible with people at times, but then as time went on, like, it was just Mm. obvious that we actually weren't compatible.
0: So while chemistry is the desire to go towards someone, compatibility is what makes us want to stay there. (gasps) What a nice little way to explain that. Chemistry is what we look for initially on a surface level, an instinctual desire to spark relationships to begin. Compatibility, on the other hand, is the vehicle that carries the relationship through life's balls, and increases the romantic love or bond we feel for our partners. The difference is that it's much easier to, com- to establish chemistry rather than compatibility. So this brings us into our final points. Wondering how to tell the two apart while you're in the throes of a hot and heavy new relationship? Kind of exercise the throws the throws <laughs> the throws just being chucked around god I would love that <laughs> first look at the relationship as a whole then create a t-chart with compatibility on one side and chemistry on the other list the appropriate categories which each events like what's your chemistry and what's your compatibility finally assess your results might I say um if you were making a t-chart already though baby something is wrong and you're already on the downfall I will Dude, say-
1: that's Everyone has all these, like, charts and stuff to make, and it's, like, I feel like if you're questioning it, there's, like, a 80% chance that we should just cut it. I think, I think for our age, if you're questioning whether you want to be with someone, cut it. What's the point?
0: Like- yeah, at, at our age,
1: we're too young, and I feel like it's, like, I don't know, I, I get worried saying that, because that's such a general statement, and, I, like, maybe you're different. <laughs> But maybe you're not. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that's why I'm not helpful in such a general setting. That's like why I need to refer
0: to my articles here because they can communicate it in a more like <laughs> official kind way, kind and professional manner. Where the two of us are like, do you want to fuck or do you want to get a coffee with them,
1: or both? <laughs> both marry them. That's 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 basically the point of this podcast. Is that we're just saying you should try to find both. Someone what you want to hang out on Saturday night with, but also want to hang out in the morning on Sunday. And listen to the weekend roundup with.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Couples listening to us and our entire thing is like, break
1: up with them. <laughs> Seriously, fuck that guy. <laughs> Be single. Anyways. I don't agree with that. Don't fuck that guy if you really like him. If you found it, good oh, on you. Don't fuck that guy if you're really like, what are you talking about? Like, like oh, if you're us, us, oh, like, like, like,
0: like, oh, okay. Oh,
1: that, not, not actually. <laughs> that's like that vine that's like, fuck that guy. No way. Don't fuck that guy. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's a throwback vine internet reference, but if you get it,
0: that's so funny
1: though. I, re- I felt that way too
0: young, didn't understand what it meant. And then I grew up and now I understand what it meant.
1: No, I used to quote that way too much when I was like 14. Yeah. Kind of my fave. One of my fave Vine references to this day. Well, Mads, would you say that wraps up this week's episode? Yeah, I mean, I would say main takeaways, make sure you have compatibility and chemistry and that's a really easy way to just screen people too like like immediately you know if you have chemistry so if you don't have chemistry jet out of there all right guys well it was
0: good getting back into the flow of things with just the two of us recording
1: we do have a few more guests lined up yeah we have some ideas and also I do still like I feel like this episode was more informative than our other episodes like we were more taking it an inf- information pr- approach, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you like that, let us know. We try to switch it up every episode just to see what people are liking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah.
0: Make sure to check out our Instagram at The Weekend Roundup. You can follow us on there. We also have the link in our bio there to submit any questions that you might have. Please let us know if you want us to do the questions. We can totally do that. I, don't, I hope we don't fall into like a following call her daddy kind of format but we actually just like you know
1: interacting with everybody I always feel so awkward because the reason Front of Me's ended was because of the fucking advice column. <laughs> I love and she, Trisha Paytas was like, I just think it's boring and unoriginal, and you have you're out of ideas if you do that. But like, it's like I'm I don't want to do it to fill time. I want to do it because I like talking to people. Like, fuck yeah. you, Trisha Paytas. Just kidding. I actually love Trisha Paytas, even though she's like super problematic. I understand that for entertainment value. Interesting take, Matt, to throw in the outro. i I know that's a whole other app
0: (laughs) (laughs) regardless if you want to ask us questions you can link is in our bio on our instagram you can check us out there and uh also merch
1: is in there if you're interested in that our bio is just full of fun things you should just click the link in our bio and just see what's up yeah go check out
0: our instagram hit us up have a good weekend or rest of your sunday have a good week drink some water Stay hydrated. Enjoy your hot talk, talk, talk soon. Talk soon, guys. Love you. Bye.
1: It's also mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mentally ill also. But you know what? I think it makes us more interesting. Oh, 100%. Are you kidding? And this is not us enabling mental, <laughs> mental illness. Yeah, we'll cut this part. We'll cut this part. <laughs>